This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Gwena Linkland and this is Tori Phantom. This podcast goes out to all the parents who have already decorated their whole house for Halloween sometime in August and have had costumes picked out since May. Gwena. And to all the parents who won't do any of that until 3.47 a.m. October 30th. Lower your voice, ma'am. Listen, <laughs> it's... Just start the timer, okay? <laughs> started so it's halloween time and i am very happy i am pretending to be (laughs) (laughs) i i i call myself a christmaween person i love christmas and halloween equally as an american i'm supposed to wedge thanksgiving in there but i'm bad at being an american so i just don't I'm not really a holiday person, so I do. I I love to do the holidays for the kids because they are. But if if I didn't have kids as an adult, I probably wouldn't even recognize the days. Yeah, and it's not like in a grumpy way. I just, I I just don't holiday much. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not trying to take it away from anyone else. It's right. just it's just it's just not for me. And then that's it's not not a thing. But you are a parent. I am a parent. So I put an incredible amount of effort into it. Like, <laughs> I do so much for these holidays that I'm like, ah, all right. <laughs> I, I really, I like Halloween because I don't, I don't know what it is. I like the spookiness. I like the skeletons. I like all the cute little costumes that pop up and I, the candy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I stop at the gas station like three times a week to get a candy bar. So, you know, (laughs) but when it comes to Halloween, I even as a kid, I really wasn't into it. So I would like I would get anxious, which is so shocking, I know. And uh, (laughs) so surprising for me. And when they would have like the Halloween parade at school and I knew it was Halloween and I knew the day and I knew everyone was going to dress up and I'd be like, but what if I have the day wrong? What if I'm the only one? That would be so embarrassing. And so I hated dressing up and I always felt just kind of, I wanted to be me. I didn't want to put a costume on. I don't know. That's how my brain works. But last year I did dress up for the first time in a very long time because my kids and I did a themed costume. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I do it. I do it for the kids. I have some of my fondest memories tied to Halloween. I remember going to the festivals. I remember going to trunk or treats. And there was one time before my parents got divorced, my dad was a military guy. And so he would work something called swing shifts, which were essentially across dinner time. So a lot of times he wouldn't be getting home until right at or just after my bedtime. But I was in first grade and my first grade self decided that I was a big kid and entirely too big to go trick-or-treating. Oh, obviously. Of course. Obviously. So I was going to stay home and hand out candy. And so I I put my little mermaid sweatshirt on and I, I pulled my hair back and I waited at the door. I was so excited. And I knew that lots of kids meandered through my neighborhood through Halloween. So it wasn't like no one ever comes to our house. Yeah. 
Gwen has got false expectations at six. But that year was a near blizzard. Oh, no. It was horrible. It was freezing fog that year. Oh. There were there was no one on the roads. And my dad came home from his shift and my mom explained what had happened because I was so upset. I didn't understand at six what freezing fog was or why no one was out. Right. Or that that you wouldn't have even been out trick-or-treating had you decided to do it. Right. Six-year-olds. Uh, I, I yeah. didn't understand any of that. All I understood was no one wanted to come to our house and Aww. I had decorated the porch and like put Aww. so much effort into it because I was a big kid and that's what big kids do. My dad I'll speak nicely, rarely of him. He got back in the maroon Chevrolet Cavalier that my parents drove around. Why did everyone have a Cavalier? It was the 90s, okay? He got back in the maroon Chevrolet Cavalier. He drove around to everybody he knew, every single one of my friend's parents, and said, if you'll get in this car, I will drive you over to my house so my six-year-old can give you a piece of candy. Aww. He rounded up like 40 people. They all came. Some of them walked behind him. Some of them were riding in the car to stay warm. And I handed out a bunch of candy. That's so sweet. I have really, really fond memories of Halloween. When I was a kid, I grew up on this dirt road on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. There was like six people <laughs> on our road. So big shock. There was no trick-or-treating on my road. So we would drive 30 minutes away to my aunt's house and go trick-or-treating there in suburbia. And we would bring big pillowcases to collect our loot. Not, not a little bag, not a little pumpkin. No, no. We were out for hours in the frigid upstate New York cold. We couldn't feel our fingers, but boy, we had candy. And, uh, <laughs> it's the year supply. It's, but, but to this day, my favorite part of Halloween is when you bring all the candy home and you dump it out on the floor and then you organize it. Uh, that just might be a me thing. I sort every single thing based on what the candy is, what size the candy is, and then I have to separate it into fruit candy versus chocolate candy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The kids get into it with me for like 10 minutes and then they're like, Mom, you take this way too seriously. And then like they leave me to no, it. There's, a, there's an art <laughs> to it, man. <laughs> it's fun. There's like science. Right. And yes, I know that that is a Three Musketeers and also that is a Three Musketeers, but those are not the same Three Musketeers. They're different. That's, that one's a fun size. Mm -mm, those are different. That one's bite size. That one's fun size. They're different things. And then even <laughs> in the bite sizes, there's the black package and the silver package and the yes. orange package, and they get their own piles. Right. Okay. Right. That is that is my joy in Halloween. So no one can <laughs> take it from me. I, I do it every year. <laughs> so I have a question. You may not have had many options as a child, so we'll include as a parent also. What have been your favorite costume or set of costumes either that you wore or that you have helped your children wear? Okay. I actually only have one memory of a childhood costume. I don't know how. I was I was thinking about this and I'm like, I don't, what did I dress up as? I really didn't like Halloween as a kid. So my brain was like, nah, we're, we're not cataloging this. Never mind. <laughs> but one year, one year I was like eight and I wanted to be a puppy. I so desperately wanted to be a puppy. And so my mom got a like black sweatsuit from from the Walmarts and my dad worked at a textile company. So he brought home this like fuzzy brown fabric and he cut it into shapes and he sewed on the patches on all over the sweatsuit so I could be like a spotted dog. And then my mom bought this headband 
in the front of the headband had this like flop of a puppy face. So I was a dog. <laughs> and then they made a tail with like a pipe cleaner and they they wrapped the fabric on that too. Uh, the tail in the mask did not last for me. I, I have sensory <laughs> issues, but I did wear a spotted sweatsuit. <laughs> and you were a puppy. And I was a puppy. <laughs> My mom had set forward a rule that I was not allowed to dress up as anything that wasn't real. So I wasn't allowed to go as a zombie or a witch because she's like, those things aren't real. Oh, I was a witch once. You jacked my memory. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not here to debate whether witches are or are, are not real. This is just the rule that I had yeah. when I was a kid. Right. All right. But my favorite costume is actually one that I put Abby, my oldest, in. She was like, Two, therefore, did not give a flying fuck about Halloween. Like, didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> Technically speaking, it was her third Halloween because of when her birthday falls. But she didn't remember the other three, the, the other two. It didn't matter. So anyway, I we were broke. I wasn't going to spend money on a store bought, so I had to make a costume because I wanted her to be in love with Halloween like I was. Okay. So I got some green leggings and she had this pink fleece blanket, you know, just the piece of fleece with like the whip stitch uh -huh. on the edge. That was the whole thing. It was light pink. So I went to the dollar store and I got two bunches of roses and I picked all the roses off and I picked all the leaves off and I hot glued these to this blanket, I cut a little slit in the middle of it. So it was like a poncho with flowers all over it. And I put her in green leggings um, and she was a bouquet of flowers. I love that so much. That was my favorite costume I've ever. I'm not a costume maker. I, I am a costume purchaser. I think my favorite Halloween with my girls is the year they all decided they wanted to be Elsa. So <laughs> <laughs> just three varying sizes Elsa's. But so what we ended up doing was we all picked a different song because, you know, Elsa's costumes are they're different. So I had a let it go Elsa and into the unknown Elsa in a show yourself Elsa. <laughs> like last year. Wait, show yourself. That's just pajama Elsa, isn't it? It's uh, it's like a blue thing. I don't No, no, no. Into the unknown. That's pajama else. Yeah, they were all dresses. They were cute. But I did uh <laughs> last year we all went as the characters from this Disney Channel original movie uh Zombies. It's a franchise. There's mm -hmm. it's a trilogy. The movies are awful in the best way. I the music <laughs> is a bop like hide in your home, film on your phone. It's an alien invasion, okay? Like, film it on your phone. Okay. Anyway, so it's great. It's awful. I love it. So we all went as characters from that movie, and I got to be Zed. So I did make my costume by just wearing my regular clothes and cutting a sleeve off of my <laughs> flannel. Because as it turns out, I do just dress like that character regularly. <laughs> support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you're on the move. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash childproof. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash childproof. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It's targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. 
It's designed to work with your body, not against it. We love to see it. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash childproof. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash childproof. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. Shape your life with Honey Love. If you're a wine lover, I'm going to let you in on a little secret for finding your new favorite wines. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your wine preferences that are as unique as you are. To start, I answered a few quick questions on their website about what flavors I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé. Based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored, so I get more of what I enjoy. I really love how First Leaf tailors to my needs, and I really like cooking with wine, so I found so many different flavor profiles to include through First Leaf. Besides the great wines, the best part of the First Leaf Wine Club is the perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge and can choose when and how often I want my box delivered. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash childproof to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-F. L-E-A-F dot com slash childproof. Try com slash childproof. One of the things that I struggle with a lot around this time of year is as my child has gotten older, it is getting harder to find costumes for her because everything that's available in her size, she is now adult sized person. Um, her brain's not adult level, She's 15. Right. But we went to everyone's favorite pop-up holiday shop. Of course. I'm not trying to disparage them, but I'm not going to say their name. Everyone already knows. Yeah. Yeah. So we went there and she was looking through these costumes and it was sexy nurse, sexy doctor, sexy butterfly, sexy nun. Like, (laughs) Why it's all sexy? Why is it sexy? Why why is the nun sexy? That feels antithesis. (laughs) Can we have a middle ground? It's horror or sexy. That's it. Right. And that's that's not what she wanted. She was like, I want to be a, a butterfly, but but not a sexy butterfly. I don't I've never looked at a butterfly and was like, man, that is one sexy monarch. Mm. That that should be sexier. You know what that butterfly <laughs> needs? Ass cheeks hanging out from a mini skirt. We're we're not hating on sexy costumes. No, to be not clear. At all. It is just very much when you have a, a child who is an adult sized child. I don't have any of those yet. To to be able to find a costume that like you could wear to a school event. There's still dress mm-hmm. codes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then she she's also very aware. So my eldest loves horror, like scary things. I don't know where she got that. It wasn't my genetics. <laughs> I like Halloween. I don't like scary things. I recognize the dichotomy. See, I love horror. I love horror and scary, and I don't love Halloween. But you like Halloween? But I don't connect those two things. I'll watch a horror movie on a Tuesday <laughs> in February. I don't need Halloween for that. See, but Abby is very, very aware that she's also got little siblings. And in the past, we've done this where she wanted to go with something very scary, and then she also had a family costume. So the the first year that the littles were born she went as this horror five nights at freddy's thing mm-hmm. i don't fully understand what she was going for but she was pleased yeah, so right. we're we're down with it i don't need to understand it <laughs> but then she also agreed to wear an m&m costume with the rest of the family oh compromise we love it right yeah But she's very aware. She's like, if I'm going places with the littles, I don't want to be something scary and gross or 
you know, inappropriate for them. There's nothing wrong with being a sexy nurse, but yeah. not at the trunk or treat at First Baptist. That's not the <laughs> place for that. See, I always stick to events that are targeted towards younger kids. Yeah. And so here's the thing, though, because I just told you I, I, I don't really like Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. But I have this thing where if I am going to spend money on something, I am damn uh-huh. well going to get my value out of it. <laughs> so I, my kids don't play dress up. Like we've tried. I've been like, oh, what if? No, they don't care. So those Halloween costumes are only for Halloween. And Mm -hmm. if I spent money on it, we are going to 10 Halloween events. (laughs) We are going to the trunk or treats. We are going to the, we are going to the different events around the town. We are going trick or treating on Halloween. We are going to have 15 pounds of candy (laughs) because we're going, we're, we got the, we're putting it on. We're, we're using these costumes. We're putting the costumes on. And so. With that being said, the idea of the horror, right? Like I make sure that the events I'm going to are targeted towards kids because my kids are sensitive. Like my oldest, she can tolerate seeing somebody in a gory costume. You know, she might not like it, but my little ones, they would be horrified. No, so it would ruin the experience for them because now they're very concerned about whatever that thing is over there. And whenever you go out to these events and you do see someone who is like, nah, I'm going to be Michael Myers at the kids event and they have like the big butcher knife. And you're like, ah, okay, cool, man. And you're just like, you kind of usher your kids in the other direction. Like, we're going to just take a left turn here. I know we're just going to take a left turn quick. Yeah. Well, and there, there are absolutely times. So first of all, I prefer trunk or treats and fall festivals and Halloween festivals and Niawala festivals. I prefer those because they're very controlled environments. There's not free roaming traffic. I had never heard of a trunk or treat. Until I moved to the South. I'd never heard of it. I've lived down here all my life. I don't actually know if they're super common in places other than the South and the Midwest. And I think they're becoming increasingly more popular because they are a controlled environment. And I think as a generation of parents, we, we appreciate that. I don't, I don't hate them. I, actually, I really enjoy them, especially because they're so, they're so orderly. You, you, there's, it's a line. I don't, it's so easy. Yeah. We're just going to walk you, in the line and just it's, sort of march in a circle around yeah, all the cars. Yeah, they had one at our fairgrounds last year and it was huge. And we did like half of it. Yeah. And my kids were like, we're actually done now. And I was like, cool, same. Nice. We'll go. Let's go. We'll go. <laughs> but here's the thing is we do still periodically trick or treat. I do not mind at all. I'm not trying to say because I have small kids, you should not enjoy the holiday your way. Of course not. I want you to hang all the haunted dolls from every tree limb on your property. Yeah. I want you to make it spooky. I want you to make it creepy. I don't even mind doing porch jump scares where you dress up like a scarecrow and like jump out of the kids when they're reaching for the candy. Fine. Whatever. Just don't get mad if I'm like, no, baby, I don't think we're going to go through the haunted doll forest. We can just, we've it's okay. We'll just skip this one. That's exactly how I feel. I like, we're not expecting the world to cater to our kids, right? It's not like a sense of entitlement, but I think Halloween, like the thing that I think is really cool about Halloween, what other day does your entire community and neighborhood go out to do something together, right? It's a real sense of community. And you can d- say hi to other people as you're passing and you're commenting on each other's costumes. And it's such a cool thing. And so it's not like a sense of entitlement of like, make sure you're not scary because I have kids. It's like, like we could just be respectful. And if we know we're in a kid-centered area or like if you see a kid and a parent with a bunch of children and you know you're wearing a horrifying costume, like I think it's pretty easy to just like 
hang back a minute. You know, it's just, I think it's in the same way that we're going to respect each other. It's, that's, it's a reciprocation we're looking for, not an entitlement. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to, to pull away. I'm, I'm going to try to redirect my kids so you can enjoy your day without having my children scream bloody murder because you frightened them. That's on me. We're going to try our best, but also, you know, don't wave. Don't, don't wave at my child. Don't antagonize them. Uh, <laughs> we went to an event one year and it was like this walkthrough event, right? There was not multiple places you could go. And it, you had to go through this area where the lights were kind of dimmed. And I'm kind of eyeing this, right? There was no way around it. And I saw it wasn't a super scary thing, but there was a jump scare in there where it was like one of those things in a box and it would hop out and make a really loud noise. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Because number one, I don't like jump scares. I Even if I know it's coming, it, it's very frightening. I, I'm very easily startled. And number two, my kid is also like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe if we time this right, we can get through. And so I'm like, all right, here we go, right? My kids have not noticed this. And so as we're walking, and then and then the people in front of us stopped. And so we had to stop, and we were right next to it, and it went off. And my child hit the floor. She was so scared. It took me five <laughs> minutes to calm her down because she was just so frightened. And it wasn't like a big scare, but it was just the atmosphere of it being so dark and yeah, spooky. Everything sort of compounds. And everything else here was just like kid-friendly fun. So this one scary thing, it just wrecked her. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like you're, you're walking off, kid. We're going to be fine. But I get it. You're, like you're allowed to be upset okay about to be that. Scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you do all the emotional regulation and like everything's on board. Yeah, I do hope that you can be respectful. If you're doing the porch jump scares dressed up as something and you're like grabbing kids as they, that's fine. I love it. But like, uh, don't grab kids. D- well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> don't actually contact them. But you can jump out at yeah, them. Yeah. But also kind of be age aware. Just you use that big adult brain you've got and be like, okay, this is clearly a little kid. It's dressed up as buzz fucking light year. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna. And you can kind of tell body language. Like some kids like the, the scares. And if you see a kid who's hugging mom's leg, it's probably not the right one. It's probably yeah. Not. And if, if you want to do your whole house up as a haunted, you know, little walkthrough with jump scares and everything. I love that. I think that's so fun. I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I won't bring my young kids in that, but I think it's so, I love the effort people put in Halloween. I will say that. I love that. And I also, we have a house in, in my town and it's everyone's favorite place to trick or treat mm-hmm. because it's one of those houses. They have someone out on stilts in a big costume. Yeah. They have all of the decorations. They have all like the, the, uh, the smoke the machines. machines. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to say smog. I was like, smoke, fog, smog. What? <laughs> My brain got stuck got there. there. Yeah, I got there. So they had like the fog machines and all that. And it's, they got the creepy music and the lights and it's so cool. And I also love them because when they see a family with small kids walking up, all of them kind of entirely change their demeanor. Hi yes. kids. Happy Halloween. You know? And it's like, mm-hmm. I, it's, I love it. C- community. When do we get this? It's so fun. Right. <laughs> Right. No, I was uh, a couple years ago. We were out. I guess it was more than a couple years ago. My sense of the passage of time is is yes. bad, but it wasn't yesterday. It wasn't <laughs> yesterday. That much I'm pretty sure. Of. Abby was still of like prime trick or treating age. Right. We went out, and this was one of those things where you end up trick or treating house to house with the same group of kids on the porch every time, but like you don't know any of them. you're not in a group with them. You just all end up on the same porch at the same time for like 18 houses. You're walking in the same direction. Yeah. Right. So we, we watched that and 
they approached a porch that was just a really weird shape. And the group that was in front of us was leaving as they were trying to go up and they're very kid about stuff because they're kids. Anyway, there were collisions, multiple collisions. The costumes are bulky. They've got cardboard swords hanging out. Plus all the bags, just this explosion fireworks of Halloween candy all over this little porch area. And I and a couple other parents, you could hear our collective (gasps) intake because we were expecting meltdowns. Right. Everybody's on a sugar high. Everyone's tired. Costumes are itchy. We're starting to get hot. Like, yeah, this could be it. This, this might be the end of the night. And then all of those kids, my kid and a group of total strangers just knelt down and not just started gathering candy up of, oh, I didn't have this candy. This must be your Twizzler because I don't have any Twizzlers in my bag. And like... I'm sure candy got all mixed up, but they were trying to you to like equalize the pile. And it could go either way in that moment because of yeah. all of the different factors. They're either going to be the the most amazing angel babies you've ever seen, yeah. or they it could have been an all out brawl. It could, yeah. And I, I think that's what all the parent like we were like beginning to enclose. We were it's like slow motion, like no, <laughs> but like. They did it. All of and I don't know. I still to this day do not know who these children were. They weren't mine. Yeah. But like they cooperated. They picked all the candy up and then, you know, they went their separate ways. They continued. Right. And the homeowner of that, she watched that whole thing go down. I know for a fact the group did not get that big a handful. Right. That she gave the. She was just, oh, because <laughs> it's such a bummer when you watch a kid and you like. Oh, this could have been prevented if children were just a smidgen more self-aware of their surroundings. Right. Just like... But it's Halloween. One extra second. Yeah. No, we are zoned in. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like. 
without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. I did a really cool face paint a couple years ago for Halloween. And I was really excited because, okay, so I say I hate Halloween, but like, I'm kind of like saying all the reasons I love it. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Face We're watching paint. Tori's opinion. Their their, their self awareness is coming out. Like, yeah. wait, maybe I don't. Maybe hate I don't. Halloween. I don't hate the it. Fuck? It's not my favorite. I, I could take it or leave it. Is really, I find ways <laughs> to enjoy it. Yeah, and so I did this really cool face paint because I like I like to face paint the kids. We do that all the time anyway. And so for Halloween, yeah. we'll do the face paints. And I did this really cool skull face paint on myself. It took me like three hours. You know, the kids were at school, so I had time to do it. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah. And so yeah. I did all that, right? And so then the kids, anytime, they're like, can you, well, can you face paint me? And I'm like, I don't know how that costume needs face paint, but sure, yeah, well, we can do that. <laughs> and, but I have this thing when you're in- you're going as abraham lincoln kid i don't <laughs> yeah sure we'll do a rainbow <laughs> when when you go through the aisles at the halloween sections at the big box stores or you know the halloween store where the kmart used to be and <laughs> you get to the you get to the makeup aisle and it's just like sludge it's like oil and and i have this thing where i will not put the makeup on my kids if i wouldn't put it on myself and I have really sensitive skin. So it's like, I don't know how sensitive their skin is, but I'm going to take a wild guess here that we share genetics. So, and that, that, Just that mom sense. Yeah, you get that oily stuff and you put it on their face and it stains. Yeah. And how do you get it off? Yeah. You're going to be face painted badly for a week because I can't, you have to scrape it off. And it's, it's going to be caught in your eyebrows, right. even though it didn't, it never touched your eyebrows. It ends yeah. up there anyway. Right. And it's, and it just runs. And so it's like, you do the cool face paint and then, you know, you have a half an hour before you've sweat it off to your yeah. neck or, but the, the sludgy, creamy, waxy. And then they don't stop touching their face. So your walls are now also green. Yeah. They, they started out as a tiger and now they're a weird sort of camo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Like I prefer makeup to masks, though. I will say that. Oh, because masks are hot, stuffy. There's no visibility. I, no, if the kid wears a mask, I'm carrying a mask on Halloween. That's absolutely. <laughs> that's what's happening. That's that's it. They're Last not wearing year, my it. My kids ask, "Can we take our scooters?" No, I'm already going to be carrying right. your fucking pumpkin home. Right. No, you're not taking your scooters too. This my kid. My kid went out as a Power Ranger once, and she got to wear a costume to school. And when she came home, like clearly the the mask was off. And so when we went to go to an event. The first event, she wore it for ten minutes, and by the third event, she's okay. Where's my mask? I said, "Don't even bother." <laughs> we both know how this ends. And she like thought about it and was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. fair. I won't even. I won't even try." <laughs> All right, so moving away from trick or treat, um, I am about to, I'm about to to shock some some folks, okay? Because another popular Halloween time activity 
I have grown up my entire life in Oklahoma, which is some weird hybrid amalgamation of the South and the Midwest. And the South and the Midwest share one trait in common this time of year. They fucking love their pumpkin patches. Oh, hell yeah. Just pumpkin patches everywhere. Uh And now if you're, if you're living on in the, Pacific Northwest, or if you're a Yankee and you're like, what could Pumpkin Patch do? I know. I know you do. I'm not trying to take that away from you. I feel like you're trying to take it away from me. The South and the Midwest, it's a, it's a culture, okay? The Pumpkin Patch. And I am not a fan. Really? I love... I don't. See, I don't. I, I, it's not for me. We have a bunch of Pumpkin Patches here in Kentucky. I miss mm-hmm. my New York Pumpkin Patches because what state is New York? It's the Big Apple. It's the Apple State. There are so many. They're not just pumpkin patches. They're apple, apple, orchards. apple orchard pumpkin patches. It is a hybrid, and you get your mm-hmm. apple cider donut and your hot apple cider, and then you go and get your pumpkin. And it's but the ones here are like miniature amusement parks. I love them. <laughs> I I will go to the pumpkin patch eight times and then go buy my pumpkins at the Kroger. Because I don't want to pay the price at the pumpkin patch. Yeah, no, I, I understand why they're expensive, but I will not be sharing in that experience. Yeah, I, see here, and we have several really nice, there's, there's. I'm going to shout out a local business. If you live local to me, go visit Or Family Farm. It's fantastic. Yeah. Love Or Family Farm. They they have a zip line and obstacle courses, pumpkins friggin' everywhere. But the reason the reason I struggle with them so much is they have a maze maze. Corn is itchy. Hay dust makes me sneeze. It is full of people. And it's not like, oh, they're in, you know, I'm not having fun because people. No, I mean, they're just, it's covered in people. You can't get any good pictures with all the cute, cool pumpkins. Oh, I know why you don't like it. You're doing I it wrong. Like it. You're doing the pumpkin patch wrong. How am I doing it wrong? Okay, so you know me. I also don't do people-y things, right? So you're going to watch the weather, okay? What you're going to do, you're going to keep an eye on the weather. And you're going to pick a school day. We're going to go after school on a dreary, chilly day. We're going to go on a day where maybe where maybe it's going to rain. Oh, man. Maybe it's only like 60 degrees today, and it's kind of drizzly. and Because now the allergens aren't just floating in the air, right? It's kind of like... And there's no one there because they want to go on the really nice day. I don't want to go out in the heat. I hate the heat. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of the sun. Vampiric, honestly. But you can get some really, really nice pictures at a pumpkin patch on a gray day. Beautiful pictures. No people. You get the place to yourself. And it's fall, so there's several... And you go on the days that you know no one else would think, ah, oh, today's the great day for the pumpkin patch. No, we don't go on that day. <laughs> this is an awful day for the pumpkin patch. That's, That's the day we the pick. day. We're gonna bundle up in our best fall layers and look super cute and go climb the hay bales and go through the maze and do the slide <laughs> thing. And it's fine and it's gonna be fun. See, and I say I say I hate the pumpkin patch. And yet I go every single year yeah, like, without fail. I go, there's like five that we hit up every single year, and there's one of them that we go to multiple times because they're just fun i but here's the funny thing is that we love the pumpkin patch we don't carve pumpkins (laughs) like if we buy a pumpkin right it's just gonna like sit out on our front porch until like it rots you know as you do and because we've tried it we've tried the pumpkin Mm -hmm. carving 
But we have sensory issues in my house, and the sensory experience of gutting a pumpkin (laughs) isn't worth it for any of us. It just, we like to look at the pumpkin. Uh, We're not, we're probably, I'm going to ask them. I ask every year, do you guys want to carve pumpkins? And the answer is always a unanimous no, not really. No, mm-hmm. I'm good. We're good. See, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, we moved this year, and we've got a little bit of land. And and I got Jack to agree to let me stake off an area and just dump pumpkins over there to see if we can get a a wild grown pumpkin patch. I feel like you're gonna a year from now, we're gonna be on the podcast, and you're gonna be talking about how that little pumpkin patch is now half of your property. This is what's going to happen. Friggin' pumpkin vines. Not a single pumpkin. They didn't actually fertilize. Right, right. I don't have a pumpkin. I just have pumpkin vines everywhere. everywhere. Just no, no, you don't have to mow that part now, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just saving you the lawn work, Jack. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm very excited to perhaps be a pumpkin parent next year. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, It really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories. So you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart, or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Abby this year is... uh She's doing her, we have a a zombie farm that opens up every year. So she's going to go hunt zombies on the zombie farm and she is handing out the candy. Ooh. And uh, she decided that we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters in our area because we live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. But we'll, we'll get a couple locals. I always put buckets of candy out in front of my door because I'm not going to be home, but I want to make sure that people get candy. And I live in suburbia, so they're going to be there. (laughs) <laughs> They're going to be there. We get the full size. We are, we are a house that hands out the full size. So if you make it all the way out to our house, we're going to make it worth your time. But Abby, I was so proud of her because uh, she wanted to pick uh, a multi-pack thing and it had Reese's cups in there. And she's like, I can't get that one. I was like, why? She's like, well, because one of my friends has a nut allergy. And if my friend were to come, they wouldn't be able to eat any of this candy because it was stored with peanut product. And so she picked one, all right. She picked one that didn't have any peanut or tree nut products. She got a fruity one and 
And then she went and got a different thing of Reese's. She's like, the Reese's are the superior candy, which facts. Of course. But like, she'll, she'll just keep them isolated. And I was like, have you, have you been watching this? Did you notice that the whole time? She goes, yeah, you have a bowl with the peanut and the chocolate. And then you have a bowl with the fruit. I'm just one more division. Now we have the chocolate, the fruit and the peanut candy that they can pick. If that's not going to be dangerous for them. I was like, all right, cool. cool. I love that. Parenting is working, I guess. Right, right. And that's, I, I mean, to make the accommodations for Halloween, I think is, it's so nice because I, I don't think most people are maliciously like, I'm just not going to care. It's You don't think about it unless you've been made to think about it. How do you know that this is an issue for someone else when you've never encountered it? And I think it's really great to see more and more folks think, oh, there are more than one type of kid. How can I try to make accommodations? And even if you miss the mark because you, you didn't particularly know exactly what to do, the effort really means a lot. Yeah. Well, in this time of year, the, the internet is always rife with teal pumpkins and sensory toys. And then that's fantastic. I love the idea. I've never seen it catch on in real life. I've, I haven't either. I've seen it all over the internet and I love the concept. Mm -hmm. But I've never, I've never seen a teal pumpkin and it could just be my area. It, it could be. See, the only time I've ever seen a teal pumpkin was the year my mother-in-law decorated her porch with teal pumpkins and black and white polka dot pumpkins. Like that was just the vibe. Some very live, laugh, love in there. Yes. <laughs> my mother-in-law is a lovely live, laugh, love human. No, it, it really was. It was, it was definitely a, a particular aesthetic and she pulled it off. Great. It was Pinterest ready, man. But she did not have a single sensory safe toy <laughs> oh. inside that house to hand out. <laughs> and I, here's the thing is I don't think anybody expected her to. They just saw a really cute porch display and they're like, oh, cool. Like it didn't mean anything. So I think Every once in a while, I think the internet forgets that it sometimes only exists on the internet. Yeah, I would love for that to be a real thing, right? Because then we are mm -hmm. accommodating way more kids. But it's not yet, at least not in our area. Maybe yeah. in more uh, urban areas. I don't know. I also I live in Maybe. Kentucky. So yeah. if, if you have seen this actually play out in your neighborhood where there are a lot of teal pumpkins and, and accommodations... Like, yeah. can you email us childproof at betches.com? We want to hear about that because mm -hmm. we have only seen this exist on like Facebook. And we're really, <laughs> we're really curious because I, I love the concept. I just, I, I haven't seen it in the real life. <laughs> so I've got one final note because I feel like that timer is about to go off. Uh, like it gets to this it point to this in the point, talking and I start, and I start to, to get, get nervous. Jinx. <laughs> You can't jinx me on a podcast. <laughs> you broke the jinx. Wow, going on. <sighs> so you can't jinx me on a podcast. We have to talk, Tori. <laughs> so anyway, so we, do, we do jinx constantly in my house. It's natural if I say something at the same time I have to. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. Holy hell. No, that's what it was. I was going to say, so after all of the trunk or treats and the pumpkin patches you may or may not like and the scaring and just being respectful of the people that are approaching you while you're doing the scaring after all of that is accomplished and you have 
a quarter ton of candy hanging out in your house. Please, for the love of God, do not walk into your child's room and go, oh, I forgot what I was doing. I ate all your candy. And then record them getting pissed off and putting that on the internet. Yeah. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. If if your kid is of an age where they can understand a prank and you have the Mm -hmm. relationship where that would be funny, cool. Yeah. Cool. But if you have like a four-year-old and you do that and you record it because you know they're going to cry and then it's like, haha, just kidding. And don't, don't. Don't be your kid's first bully. Yeah. And please stop putting your kid being emotionally vulnerable up on the internet. The, if it's a prank, then the person being pranked should also be able to see the humor in it. And, yeah. you know, if they're if they're old enough, if you have that relationship, they might find it funny once you tell them the yeah. truth. But if they're too young to cognitively understand that you were just yeah. messing with them for the internet, please don't. They need to be a part of the joke, not the punchline. Yeah. Okay. Now we've yeah, we've now <laughs> I feel like now we're waiting for the timer. Scary movies. Do you like those haunted houses? I like haunted. I like haunted houses if I can go in, but I have to keep my eyes closed. So I go to <laughs> go to haunted houses, and I'll. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> you willingly go to haunted houses. I do. Be- okay. And then close your eyes. So because just being in the haunted house is enough for me. Just knowing that I'm there, that's that's scary enough. I can hear. I can I can smell the smells of a haunted house. So what I'll do because Jim really likes haunted houses. So he's like, "Can we go here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, totally, man. Like I'm so cool. I I don't get scared at all. I have no anxiety." And that's a lie. <laughs> so because when you go to a haunted house, they they enjoy the actors enjoy getting a good scare. And the thing is, is I am a very good scare and I'm not yeah. subtle about that at all. So I get kind of targeted. So it's a problem. So what I do is when I go to the haunted house, I will stand behind Jim with my hands on his shoulder as if it mm-hmm. were like a train, you know, and and I close my eyes Sorry. and and that's enough. I'm the most scared person there and I can't even see what's happening. It's enough for me. So, <laughs> and I do that as haunted house don't go to haunted houses that's how i handle that well i mean yeah but i don't get out much so if i'm invited i'm like i'll go one way to handle it with my eyes (laughs) oh jesus that was actually our timer Uh, yeah okay well i'm gonna go to a haunted house with my eyes closed (laughs) tori if you'd like to tell us how you also go to things to not experience them at all, you pay money to close uh, your eyes. Email you pay us. money to close your eyes. Uh, email us at childproofatbetches.com. Or you can tell us how much you love, hate, or feel indifferent about Halloween. Or uh, you can join the hundreds of thousands of people, I think, at this point that have told us to stop using the fucking timer. We're going to keep using it. And in the meantime, Please be sure to subscribe to us everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast and leave us a rating. It helps. Find us across social media. They are at Tori Phantom. I am at Mama Cusses on TikTok and Instagram. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacat and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sasson. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at, at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at betches.com. Betches. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.